0: Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to limit the quantity of paper that comes into your life so it's easier to stay organized and so you can treat the paper you do keep as more special. Today's episode is inspired by a book I recently read by Lisa Woodruff called The Paper Solution. In it, This professional organizer teaches people how to manage the paper that comes into their lives without dropping balls. In a later episode, I'll talk about her Sunday basket technique. But today, I want to talk about limiting the quantity of paper you need to deal with, as paper tends to take space and time. So there was a theory at one point that we were on the verge of a paperless world. All communication would be electronic. And no one would need paper for anything anymore. That didn't really pan out, partly because people are people. I'm old enough that I once worked for someone who wanted all emails printed out so they could be treated with the dignity of postal correspondence and then filed appropriately. Thankfully, most people have moved past that, partly because most email is so not worth printing and saving. But we still have a lot of stuff. We get mail in the mailbox. We get forms from doctors and dentists in schools. We print notes. We have books. We have magazines. I've gotten better about chucking stuff over the past few years, but there were definitely times in the past when I saved all my magazines. Because I loved the pretty pictures and I thought I might look through them to get ideas in the future. Indeed, I had this whole big paper idea file I was keeping for a while. It sat like a time capsule for something like eight years in my closet. Eventually. I opened it. There was indeed a whole lot of nice 2005 photography in there, but I got no ideas whatsoever. Kids' artwork and schoolwork is also complicated. Some is good and some is less memorable. My teenager printed up vast quantities of math worksheets this spring, which would then sit on the counter. It took a long time to get them into the recycling bin. As I've been pondering this in my life, I've realized that one of the best techniques is to avoid letting stuff stack up. When I bring in the mail, anything I'm not interested in goes straight to the trash or the recycling bin. Otherwise, it can sit in the pile for months. Magazines now get a max of two months before they go out the door. The daily newspaper is a little treat for me, we subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, but it needs to be gone in two days. It was hard for me to admit that I will not read a daily newspaper from a week ago, but I think I've finally gotten over that. As for my kids' artwork, my current policy is that anything that really makes me smile, or that shows my kids' personality, can stay. So a cartoon my daughter drew about how she wanted to be an artist so she could be famous is a keeper. A math worksheet demonstrating the ability to reduce fractions? Well, not so much. I also try to reuse the paper I have. I print out outlines for my Best of Both Worlds podcast, but I try to use the back of those sheets for grocery lists or notes. And finally, I am a big fan of programs like DocuSign. As an author and podcaster and small business owner, not to mention as someone who sometimes rents vacation houses because my family is too big for a hotel, I deal with an incredible number of contracts. Any one that I don't need to print out is a huge win. In any case, you might try taking a look today at what sorts of paper tend to stack up in your life. How could you reduce these stacks? Can you keep stuff from coming in? Buying e-books instead of paper books was a big breakthrough for me. Getting any recurring bills or statements electronically is also helpful and often easier to track down. Always ask if there's an electronic ticket option. Don't take receipts you don't need. We're nowhere near the paperless office, as anyone who's been working from home these past few months and is now responsible for her own printing has learned. But we could get somewhat closer. Everything will be less cluttered if we do. And then we can treat the paper we do have with some more respect. I love little bound notebooks and stationery with some tooth to it. These are much more exciting than a receipt I'm never going to use anyway. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram,